0: Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion, most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan,
1: Nate. Hey Bills fans, welcome to a special edition of Circling the Wagons. I'm your host Nate, and this past weekend, we were able to talk with Hall of Famer and Bills legend Bruce Smith at the TwinSpire Sportsbook at the DeLago Resort and Casino in Waterloo, New York. Now, he was making an appearance on behalf of the Sportsbook and Casino, but was gracious enough to talk to us for about 10 minutes or so. Now, this is a casino area during the Bills game, so you will hear some background noise, but you'll be able to hear Bruce give some really thoughtful answers to questions about his playing style, his preparation, the culture in the locker room of the 90s, and how it relates to what Sean McDermott is doing currently with the Bills locker room. So without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, Bruce Smith.
0: Bledsoe tries to answer, Smith meets him at the
1: pass. He is the all-time sack leader for the Buffalo Bills in the NFL. He's an 11-time Pro Bowler, a three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He was the first overall pick in the 1985 draft out of Virginia Tech and was a first ballot Hall of Famer in 2009. We're joined on the Circling the Wagons podcast by Buffalo Bills legend, Bruce Smith. Bruce, it's great to talk to you. How are you?
2: Well, it's, uh, it's good to be here, and particularly since we're watching the game and the Bills are winning.
1: Yes. <laughs> 21-7 right 21-7. now. 21-7. It's a good time. So let's first talk about your playing style in the NFL. I mean, what was your best trait as a player? Was it... Your strength, your flexibility, your quickness off the ball, your film prep, your mental toughness. What was your biggest strength?
2: I You just explained them all. <laughs> um, uh, I, I think along with that was my God-given ability and my football IQ. Uh, I put a, a ton of work and, and commitment and time uh, into uh, being a student of the game, uh, my conditioning, Uh, Lifting weights, uh, watching what I ate, making sure that I was at the the optimum weight to perform at the highest level of performance. Uh, So I I think all of those were a factor Uh, with my speed and agility and and balance and and quickness off of the ball. They all played a part part of me becoming who I am as a player.
1: And it was not only important during the season, but I'm sure you were taking this in the off-season as well yeah
2: yeah. i i learned at a very young age uh when i was playing that it was a lot easier to stay in shape than it was to get in shape so where most guys would would, um, uh, let themselves go during the off-season i made sure i maintained my weight uh, pretty much my my same weight uh, throughout the whole year And, and when i went to training camp i was already in shape as opposed to going to training camp to get in shape. Oh, yeah. So I had a leg up on my opponent.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great. So, I mean, what was the locker room culture like in the heydays of the 90s?
2: Our locker room culture, when I first got there, was not very good. Uh, we were not a very good football team, as a matter of fact. In uh, 84, the team went 2-14. and 14. Mm-hmm. In 85, when I was drafted, we went 2-14. and 14. Uh, so that was the first thing that had to be changed uh, the the culture from the top down Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, systematically and strategically uh, Ralph Wilson uh, the late great Hall of Famer uh, and owner of the Buffalo Bills, Ralph Wilson uh, made some critical moves to put together a nucleus uh, of great competitors to be on the Buffalo Bills team and uh, I can go down the long list like Jim Kelly and Andre Reed and Thurman Thomas and Daryl Talley and and just so many others, Nate Otis, Cornelius Bennett, Ken Hall and Will Walker. Um, that's what, and Steve Tasker, and, and whom I think is the greatest special teams player that ever played the game. Um, so that's when our culture started to change. We, 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 had, we had fierce competitors. Uh, players that were accountable, uh, players that that, that understood uh, at a very young age how to be a, a, a pro. Uh, and I think that carried on to the football field and, and the excitement that the fans gave us as well.
1: Now, is it a two-sided thing? So if you have coaching, and you have great coaching, great culture instilled, but you don't have the players that, that want to instill it. Is a two-part process, or does it always start from the top-up, the coaching staff, connected. and the, and, and yeah, the ownership they're, they're, and everything?
2: They're, they're all connected. Mm-hmm. And, and you may be able to get away for a little while by have, having a missing piece or two here, but sooner or later it will catch up to you. So mm-hmm. you, you need to have all of those elements to be a successful organization.
1: Okay. okay, great. So... I mean, you've been through the Super Bowls, you've been through the team success in the 90s. Is locker room culture pivotal to a team success, or can you get through with just pure talent and great players? If
2: if you don't have the proper culture, uh, that that culture that is accountable, that that culture that that is disciplined, that culture that, that understands that no one man is bigger than the team, Uh, again you may get away with it for a little while but sooner or later uh, there will be cracks in the foundation and uh, uh, that's not a very good situation that's when when teams to start uh, uh, falling apart they start uh, you can tell when when the media catches wind of it and and they start seeing different players go different ways and and, uh, it's not a very good atmosphere.
1: Do you see that culture nowadays with the, the team that you see now Sean McDermott, the Josh Allen this team that you see now or is it too hard or is it too early to tell
2: no're we're, we're, we, we have been building that culture uh, for a few years now. Uh, I think Sean's doing a, a, a great job and, and strategically bringing players on this team. That are going to be accountable. That that understands that this culture that, that we are putting together is something that's going to be sustainable. Um, and you can tell by the way he's going after players in the draft, uh, so these players can grow together. Uh, they can become a family together, and, and and they understand that that once you enter this this atmosphere. Uh, we're going to be a, a, a team of unity, a team that's accountable, and a team that wants to go out and perform and have fun and win.
1: <laughs> oh, great. Great. So with your playing career in general, what do you miss most mm. about playing? Is it the cheer of the crowd or the camaraderie of the locker room? What do you miss most? Well,
2: th- those are two things that I missed the most. Um, uh, th- these fans were just incredible. We, uh, we actually, the Buffalo Bills fans, actually led... The NFL in attendance six years in a row. Uh, I think it was 1988 to 19 uh, to the, 19, the early 1990s, and it was just an electric atmosphere, and, and you, you, you can expect that to take place in a dome stadium or in in Miami or someplace place where it's, the weather is conducive and it's 80 or 90 degrees. But when you're in Buffalo and you see the fans week in, week out, year in, year out, packing the stadium, uh, it, it, it sends chills down us as players uh, to, to go out and perform better. So, uh, I, 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 I often say this, uh, you know, we, we have blue collar fans, they put their heart, and their soul into cheering for the Buffalo Bills, and, and that's what we appreciated the most.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, what keeps you busy nowadays? I mean, what are you passionate about in post NFL career? Uh
2: well, this this is my favorite time of the year yeah. right now. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. there's there's uh, football is back, uh-huh. and uh, I, I get a chance to to, to, to just sit back okay. and watch a few games, play around the ball, yep,
1: yeah. uh,
2: and then go watch a game or, or vice versa. So, so this this is a great time of the year Uh, um, for me. Real estate development is keeping me uh, busy. Personal appearances is keeping me busy, Uh, and just trying to have a positive impact on my community. Oh, great! Uh, So, those are things that I've been focused on.
1: Right now in the NFL, you say you watch football, you watch college football. I'm sure you watch Virginia Tech. You know, I did. I was at the game yesterday. (laughs) Oh, wow! yeah. Yeah, great. That's awesome. Which player in the NFL right now, which defensive end in the NFL right now reminds you of Bruce Smith? Or is there one?
2: There, there's there's, a couple of them that, that are extremely talented. Um, uh, uh, Vaughn Miller. Um, Khalil Mack.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: those are two of the names that, that, that really stick out. Aaron Donald. Um, oh yeah. um, St. Louis mm-hmm. Rams, uh, well, the LA Rams now. Yeah, um, I, I mean, just three incredibly talented uh, defensive players and pass rushers, and there's some more that are that are out there. But if you want to go on for the last mm-hmm. three to four to five years, uh, those are the ones that have a tremendous upside uh, in sustaining. That high level of play for the next five years or more.
1: Great, great. Well, you know what, Bruce? I appreciate you coming on and talking with us. I'll let you get back to watching the game. Right. I know we want to get back to we want to get back to it too. So well, appreciate you yeah, coming on. Yeah, and I want
2: to I want to thank DraftKings and Bill oh, yeah. uh, uh, Largo for for having me here today. What a what a, an incredible venue uh, uh, and the opportunity to, to to be able to come and make an appearance on behalf of those two
1: companies that I appreciate Yeah. There were a lot of people here to see yeah, you today. Yeah, they were all happy to see yeah. you too, and, and, you, and you did it. You did it well, man. Yeah, you did it thank well. You. Thank so very, so much. very good. Nice, right. to meet you. nice to meet you. Appreciate you doing this. Right. And right. uh, yeah, go Bills! Right, right. go Bills! <laughs> hey, go Hulk! So, just wanted to discuss in general. I mean, you know, we obviously do a, a a podcast, but we're also fans. I mean, we grew up fans, watching the team, watching the '90s era Bills and everything like that. I mean, to First of all, to to meet a guy like Bruce Smith in general was wasn't amazing, but to interview him was just unbelievable. I'll speak to it because I know you guys couldn't be there right in the interview. You guys were kind of off to the side. But first off, let's just th- let's talk about the very first thing that happened during the Bruce Smith interview. There was that guy who was <laughs> the guy who was in an Ezekiel Elliott. Jersey. He's
0: laughing because we were standing right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, if planning to take part in the interview. Well, we, you
1: guys couldn't be right in it because... Yeah, it's there was really a
0: better one-on-one format. It's better.
1: He wouldn't know without. that... And, and let me just say, you never know with these interviews how guys are going to be... I mean, we've interviewed Mike Love. This He was our first Bills player we've ever interviewed. And then, you know, you have Bruce Smith, Hall of Fame Bruce Smith. And you never know how he's going to be because, I mean, this is... This is just a podcast. He's been, you know, interviewed how many times on TV or radio spots or whatever to very important situations, and the guy handled it like a pros pro. I mean, he had very thoughtful answers. He wasn't just like, yeah, that was good, the end. Like the guy was just, it was extremely nice. He took it very seriously, as as, as you hope, as you, you know. And, and he was just, he was just a pros pro. I got just gotta say that first of all. But do you guys remember when that guy with the Ezekiel Elliott jersey showed up? <laughs> And then just was like, hey, hey, Bruce, Bruce. And Bruce was like, yeah. He's like, what was your number? <laughs> what was your number when you were playing? And he's like, 78. He's like, oh, okay, I thought so. Thanks, man. It's like, guy. <laughs> was it, was he
0: trying to throw shade at him or what? Was it? No, I think he was just,
1: it was just. But all you had to do was look around. Every other person was wearing a jersey. <laughs> I know. It's, it was just like. Just Google it. You <laughs> will find out if you don't know it. Ask somebody else. Ask anybody else in the crowd. Don't ask the guy that's right there. Like
0: interrupt everything.
1: Interrupt everything. It was it was cool. To, it was cool to meet him. He, he was a cool guy in general. Um, very cool, actually. When he first came over, I shook his hand like, "Hey, I'm Nate. And this early podcast. Like, you know, we got you set up right over here." He's like, "Actually, I'm going to go wash my hands. <laughs> I'm going to wash my hands because I've had people like you shaking my hand for the past three hours." And I feel pretty dirty right now. <laughs> but, dude, the guy is in, like, some NFL players, when they're done with the NFL, reasonably so, you can understand, or you, understandably so, they let themselves go. You know, they're not in peak physical shape. As would you. As, 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 as have, would I. As, as have I, and I've never played professional sports. But it, the dude is in phenomenal shape, right? I mean, he's 56 years old. He looks like he's 26. Like, no joke. The guy's guy's huge he's he's in great shape and he mentions that in the interview like how he always took really great care of his body through that so it's kind of cool to see a guy like that you know the the way that he attacks it and he in order to i feel like get to that hall of fame level you have to have a certain mindset that's a little over the top you have to be you have to be pay attention to the small details of everything and whether that's nutrition whether that's you know you, you film film review whether that's you know, you know, just the way that you, his flexibility or whatever, like, it's, it's all those things. And he did all of them. It was really cool to talk to a guy like that. appreciate, you know, the folks over here at Del Lago at the DraftKings Sportsbook for setting that up and talking with us and, uh, and, and, and having that available for us as, you know, a podcast for Buffalo Rumblings. You know, it was one of the highlights of my short career as a podcaster and highlights in general of uh, my fandom as a Bills fan What, what I will say is I kind of mentioned this in the recap podcast Was how much Bruce Smith Was really into The Bills game Like he would be meeting people And if he heard the, the crowd in the background In the theater, in the viewing theater area If he saw them like Some loud noise or some loud cheering He kind of like left the people he was talking to for a minute And go see what the play was I mean he's that You, you always wonder about those guys are they big Bills fans like we are? Do they really care about the team? And he really does. I mean, he sincerely does. And how cool was it to see, you know, just just a guy that was... I mean, he met hundreds of people today. And he was super cool. He didn't take any time off. He wasn't like, all right, come on, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. He was very genuine and nice and talked to the people. and wasn't just one-word answers. He would ask them about themselves. Uh, you know, I, it was just... It was really cool to see firsthand. So got to give a lot of credit to, you know, Bruce Smith for, you know, being such a great interviewee, you know, for, for us this, this past weekend. Got to give a lot of credit to the marketing people over at DeLago and at the Twinspire Sportsbook. They really helped set this up. Um, you've probably seen our retweets where we, where we gave a prediction for the second half of the Bills Giants game, and then we also, they also showed a clip of us interviewing Bruce Smith And, yeah, it was was a fun time. Do you guys have anything else you want to add to that?
0: I was just a very gracious individual, I
1: guess. Yeah. I'm glad I limited the questions. We had about five. We had about ten questions. I can only get to five. I'm glad we didn't go through. I didn't go through and make, like, 20 questions. We weren't going to have them for a long sit down. So I was glad we limited that. John, what would you think? I thought it was great. Great experience. Uh, I mean, shook the hand of a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, we got a picture with him. I I could never wash his hand again. (laughs) Did you uh, now? What did you get him to sign of yours?
0: Oh, I had a old football card that i him signed. So what was, year do you remember? Ninety. It was a uh, eighty nine card. Yeah. It was pretty cool. You
1: had it in the plastic case, though, and everything. This was like legit sports card. This wasn't just like, hey, I found this in my uh, collection.
0: Yeah. Well, I also found the case. So I was, was, you know, so it wouldn't just be in my pocket all crumpled <laughs>
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I had, uh, I, I mean, we're as much as we are, you know, wanted to interview him. I mean, we're fans just as much. So, like, I, I got that. I bought this cool white hat from uh, this new era hat from training camp. And I didn't get anyone to sign a train camp. I'm like, ah, that sucks. Maybe someday. So today I brought it with, in the off chance, we didn't know for sure when we got here that we were going to interview Bruce Smith just because, you know, he's such a busy guy. He's got a lot of things going on. You don't know what the contract involves. So we were just gracious to do that. But I got him to sign my white new era cap, Bruce Smith, 78, and bad things.
0: Bad things, man. I mean, bad things. Things that I just, I just can't uh, possibly talk about. You know what Bruce would do if he found me messing with this shoe, man? (laughs) Hmm. bad things man
1: so that was pretty cool after the famous uh, commercial with uh, Dennis Hopper, peak Dennis Hopper so cool, just wanted to give our thoughts on that really cool guy, thank you guys so much for listening to our interview with Bruce Smith Keep, um, if you get a chance, hit that subscribe button, I mean we're not interviewing Hall of Famers every week, but we do a recap podcast every Sunday, this is the place to be and uh, we'll provide more and more content and and, yeah, so for me, Nate, go Bills. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys again soon.